I know we I feel like we have dog beds all over this house. Like there's one in every room. Yeah, we made Warren made some with boxes. <laughs> he calls it Murphy's country strong bed. <laughs> I love his like country <laughs> upbringing and how it's infe- uh, infecting affecting. <laughs> I didn't mean that. How it comes into all aspects. <laughs> yep. Like throwing food in the backyard. What? Like Wait, throwing old food in the backyard. Why does your husband throw old food in the backyard? <laughs> like the whole turkey carcass ended up in the fire pit, <laughs> oh, for example. Right. Is that something that people do? I don't know, Maya. <laughs> I just, just keep doing my thing and this. All right. Never. Let's get started. Nice, nice, nice. Hi, Amy. Hi, Maya. I'm back from the woods. Um, we took a break for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you went somewhere. It looked like you did some outdoor activities. Do tell. Yeah. So, you know, no one can travel. So <laughs> we had to cancel a trip that would have been last week. And I just thought, you know... Wouldn't it just be a crying shame if we got all the way through this work from home <laughs> situation without working from home somewhere, you know, else? Right. It's just a concept I've been tossing around and I just really wanted to do it. And I was going to do that from Arizona, uh-huh. but of course it wasn't the responsible thing to do. So I Googled and I Googled and I Googled and I Googled and I originally wanted something that was like uh, downhill skiing, ski in and ski out. Okay. I've never stayed at a ski in, ski out place, and I always have wanted to. Okay. So, long story short, we also needed good Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, as I was searching for Airbnbs, that was like one of my things, and I didn't want to stay at a resort. Long story short, we found this place in Cable, Wisconsin, uh-huh. which is kind of by Hayward, Wisconsin. Sure. And it is a cabin that is... Right on the start of the Berkabiner, which is a, like, cross-country ski famous trail. Sure. And they make snow. The Berkey, Berkey, if you will. The Berkey. Yes, yes. So, anyways, that is where we stayed. We stayed for a week in this cabin. We brought our bikes. Um, We did some mountain biking, some fat tire biking. Ooh. Uh, got new skate skis because I only had regular cross-country skis and I needed to amp it up and have a little bit more fun at that activity. So I wanted to learn to skate ski, um, which I did this week. I think the last time I cross-country skied was high school gym class. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that was really fun, by the way. It was. I Didn't you think that was a fun activity for gym? Like, we had yeah. some fun stuff in gym. People that didn't like gym. 
There were people that liked gym class and people that didn't like gym class. I loved gym class. I never understood people who didn't like gym class. It was so fun. And you know what? I'm a sweaty beast. If I can (laughs) like it, anyone can. Is it fun to be sweaty the rest of the day? Not really. (laughs) But you know what? How fun is it to go cross-country skiing all around out in the back of your school? (laughs) Come on, guys. I remember, um, do you remember Chris Rosendahl? Mm-mm. Uh, he was he was the guy. He had a band. He had the per- like the perfect long nineties hair. Okay, I actually do remember the name. I you just can't picture him. He had like a Led Zeppelin vibe. Okay, like he was the hit of every. Maria, did you have a crush on this guy? I think everybody did, but anyway. Okay. He was, I think he failed gym class, so he had to be in my gym class for a while. (laughs) Okay. I think I remember this, actually. He was a rebel. I feel like there was a story. I feel like I remember you being like, guess who (laughs) is in my gym class? And I was like, how? Why? What? Because we're not in the same grade. Right. And so something happened where he had to be in a gym class of a lower grade. And he was not a gym class person. He was like a rocker dude. I think there was a, a rumor that he broke out during the the senior party. Yes. <laughs> and smoked weed in the woods or something yep. and then came back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I remember him. Yeah. I totally remember him. He had like reddish hair. Yes. Oh, yes. I remember this guy. Okay. So that was my that's what we were getting to is the gym class is that he was so hilarious in gym class because he did not <laughs> give a fuck. And he <laughs> now, Maya, looking back on high school, yeah, do you ever have a moment where you look back at those kids and you're like, those kids were so Ahead. like they're so amazing, yeah, like the ability, the sheer ability, and I'm not talking about like a bully, but like Chris, like just doesn't give a fuck, yeah, he was great, does the thing, like skips the school, yeah. like doesn't care about their punishments right. like if you think about it like is in school suspension really that bad but like that was like so bad like <laughs> these kids that didn't care like I admire those kids <laughs> me too now. me too and, and there's so many times where I remember thinking back to high school and thinking like I really wish I would have done more stuff <laughs> I think because, we might have got done enough stuff but I mean we did enough stuff but we didn't really get in trouble remember how our trouble remember was extracurricular. How, it wasn't like in school trouble. Yeah, remember how the there was like the group of people, I won't name who they are, even though it's been so long, that during senior year, remember this group of of our girlfriends that would go to someone's house on lunch and get and drink and do shots and then come back? Okay, I don't know if I remember this. That was nuts, Maya. <laughs> Cuz we had an open lunch, so that meant you could leave during yes. lunch as a senior. And there was a very good couple of friends of ours that were very good friends of ours. <laughs> I think I know. Who- and go and have do shots and get drunk <laughs> and come back. And it was science classes at the end of the day. Why do you come back is my question. I don't know. Anyway. They were having a lot more fun than we were <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because I loved gym class. You and I loved gym class. There was a one point where we were in gym class together and we dominated everything. Oh. Best thing about gym class, you know, for the average athlete was the domin- the sheer domination. So if you're on a sports team, right, 
like Maya was a much better tennis player than I was. But the thing is, is if you're on a sports team, you're with all the sport people and you know what, you're going to fall somewhere in the, you know, the level of like athleticism, right? Yeah. But that was what was so beautiful about gym class. <laughs> if you were a fair to Midland athlete, you could dominate in gym class. I think we had a competitive intensity that the other people in gym class were not prepared totally. for. <laughs> I remember this is my best dynasty of gym class. I think I might know, but go on. Okay. Badminton. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. Badminton. I got paired up with Ryan Harmon. Now you may not know this guy, but just an FYI, Ryan Harmon and I were both on the tennis team. (laughs) Now this was just not fair to the other students. We dominated first place champions. We were smashing the shit out of that birdie and that shuttlecock. What a name. (laughs) And we were smashing that shit and we dominated and we were partners for other things. Yeah. And we just dominated. Well, I feel like in middle school, you and I had a badminton. We had a gym class together where we also dominated in badminton together. Badminton dynasty. We were only defeated by Matt Bramwell and his partner, who I can't remember who it was, but it was... It was basically it was like very athletic. the battle of the sexes for the badminton gym class totally. championship. And we, I think we lost by a very small margin, but we were yes, we did. killing it. Oh, man. I just remember Matt Bramwell in gym class. Oh, man. That was exciting. <laughs> I loved that kid. <laughs> well, I, I remember to- one time. Do you want to hear what he said to me once? <laughs> when we were sitting in our squads. Remember squads? Okay, this is what they used to make us do as like 14, 15-year-old <laughs> people. You sit in in columns. You sit down on your butt on a hardwood floor in a line. It didn't Why? make any sense. It's like we're Why couldn't too- we stand up? It wasn't elementary school, by the way. This we was were too squirrely. I don't know what the problem was. <laughs> but anyways, I'm sitting there next to Matt Bramwell. Next, Bramwell's in the squad next to me, thankfully. <laughs> and we happened to be lined up in the same order. And he was wearing his red sweatpants. <laughs> and he put his legs out straight. And he said, these legs can move mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I and remember I like, this. I and remember I was like, this. Oh my god! I bet they can. I feel like I was there because. <laughs> well, shout out to Matt. No, you probably were there because that was probably when we were in the same gym class. I think it was. I mean, okay, Amy. I, this year's what I've decided. Gym what? class was probably like the highlight of my middle school career. Is what I For guess. Sure. I'm, yeah. Don't forget about when you when you designed the basketball sweatshirts. That was probably a highlight too. For the basketball team in middle school? Yes, I did. That was, was really exciting. I felt so famous because I was like, my friend designed this. <laughs> I wish I still had that sweatshirt. It was like a shitty line drawing of a panther in a basketball and boy howdy. I worked oh hard. Oh my at god, it. but I have so many photos of it that it doesn't matter. That was the best. Can you send me a photo of that? I want to see it again. Oh, yeah. I've got a picture of me, you, and Lisa all in our sweatshirts. <laughs> so what do you guys, now that you're back from your, like, working yeah, vacation in the woods. Well, one thing I would like to bring, I, I have so many notes this week, Maya. One thing I brought out from the week was if you would like... And you need to get away. I would recommend doing something similar to what we did. 
Now, you don't even have to go far. For example, there was a place in Lakeville, a farm. Okay. That you can stay at that's beautiful. It's your own private entrance. And they have like horses and chickens. And you can like go gather eggs and like just do something different. Have some different flavors. Let's do a full sensory thing. <laughs> have some different flavors. We drank all this different kind of tea that I never drink. Oh. Have some new scents. Get a different kind of candle. <laughs> Burn some shit. You know, do something. <laughs> new scenery. New sensations. Yeah, because I'll you tell know? you, I'm working from home again right now, and I think I'm only like a week and a half in, and I have altogether, I think, stopped bathing and changing my clothes, and it's real hard. I wrote down, yeah. here's what I wrote down, work from home sucks, exclamation yeah. point. And so- Well, and this was, there was something about this too, it was a cabin, and it was like, it was not like a luxury, it was very, very, very nice, but it was one room mm-hmm. with everything in it. It had, a, of course, a separate bathroom. But the thing is, the simple, the simplicity of it was just like so wonderful because it was like cooking all of a sudden that was an activity, right? Yeah. And it was just like, we watched things every single night and we were just like, there was less going on. There were none of our chores were there. It was just to get out of our own scenery. So Mm -hmm. like, I would highly recommend it. It was like, it was just nice. Like everybody at this point needs to get away. I know. Like we're all there. Everybody needs a little time away. I, I heard, heard her say from each other. other. <laughs> Even lovers need a holiday. <laughs> Far good. away from the one that you love. <laughs> Hold me now. God, Chicago. I love it. I like the Peter Cetera years. Anyway, I don't like the the horn section of Chicago. No, 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 no. The weirdest band ever. So <laughs> I thought I understood what Chicago was because I knew two songs. Yep. You're the inspiration. Yep. And the one we just sang, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, those are the David, what's his name, years. Uh, You know, the famous songwriter that wrote for like Whitney Houston and... Yeah, David Foster. Yes, those are the David Foster years, I think. Okay, yeah. So then I thought I knew what was going on. And then all of a sudden I hear some whacked out song somewhere. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is this song? And it was Chicago. Horns. <laughs> yeah, like all kinds of weird stuff. What is up with them? I don't and like then that. They have that goofy font, like their font and their name. <laughs> when I look at the name, I'm like, what does this mean? Maya, what does it all mean? It's like meatloaf. Maya, we need to talk about meatloaf sometime. <laughs> what? Oh my God. I just remembered I was going to ask you this week. This is off topic, but kind of on topic. What was that nuts video with you and your mom and you're screaming salt and pepper at the top of your lungs running between rooms and your mom's just methodically cleaning cobwebs using a swiffer. Oh, yeah. You know, my mom moved in, right? Yes. And I said to that Tyler, called last night. That I said to Tyler, Amy's got a full-time maid now. <laughs> oh my God. You have no idea. We were gone this week. She cleaned the shit out of this place. <laughs> there is like not a dust speck. What you saw right then and there, Maya, with her with her thing, whatever that was she had. I put on salt and pepper. I was she was in doing something in the linen closet and I turned the speaker on and surprised her. She like jumped and scared got scared. <laughs> but then she was like, Oh yeah, this is good. Maya, the next thing you know, she's got that tool, whatever you saw, and she's cleaning up things. I've never ceiling. seen anybody so intensely cleaning the the space between the wall and the ceiling 
It was an intensity of cleaning I don't have in my body. No, no, no. I decided this week, I figured out that my sister and my mom, cleaning is their love language. <laughs> because they both do this. They both do this. Yeah. And I have to say that there has been, so I, I've been known to call it binge cleaning. I've been known to like, I've been known to, you know, have some negative associations with it. But the thing is, because sometimes she cleans so hard that she breaks stuff. I'm not kidding. <laughs> How's that she possible? She lo- because, for example, I used to have this amazing little frothing thing. Yeah. You can't submerge it. Don't submerge it. What does she do? It had to get clean. She submerges <laughs> it. It breaks. You can't- it broke. That's it. Okay. Said she would replace it. Never did. <laughs> it's then amazing. we were gone last week and found out she had a. F- there was a flood in the basement. Here at your house? Not. Here. I don't know what happened in the laundry. I don't know. We don't know what happened in the laundry tub. But all we do know is that this woman does more laundry than anyone ever. So, oh my god! And she just was bragging about how she reached quote way down under the dry in the dryer. Oh my! Oh my! She cleaned our washer and dryer, man. Oh my god! She thoroughly cleaned our washer and dryer. Then she's doing all this laundry. The next thing you know, there's a flood. I don't know, but it doesn't seem like. A- it doesn't seem like an, uh, just a coincidence. Even despite the flood, the the thought just popped in my head. Hey, can Marcia come stay over here for a while? Honestly, yeah. My washer and dryer is so dirty. <laughs> oh, she cleaned that shit out. She's like, and then she does this thing, which again, this shows it's her love language, where she has to show you and like walk you through all these things. <laughs> and I do not give a fuck. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not my love language. And I'm like, cool. And she's like. Doesn't it look better? She like <laughs> she like leads the witness to the point where you're like, okay, it's fucking beautiful. The inside of the 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 tunnel thing, the inside of the washing machine, the thing that goes like down the middle. Yes. She's like, look, look down in there. And I'm like, I don't know what it looked like before. I've never looked in here. Who cleans that part of the washing machine? Marcia does. Oh my Marcia god. Does. She's amazing. She gets the award for the week for. She's like, what do you think? What do you think of the new garbage system? I'm like, I don't care. She has a new garbage system here. She does hand washing the dishes every day, Maya. <laughs> this is, I love this. I is it weird that I think she's never gonna leave your house? Spoiler alert! She already bought a house. What? Sunday. What? Last week. What? That was fast. I know. She's closing on New Year's Eve. What? Yeah. So, so I got to get all this cleaning. I got to get this going. You got to milk that for all it's worth because she's not going to be there that long. Then last night when she was finally telling me all the things, showing me the toaster, the inside of the toaster, the my smoothie machine, all the things. Then she said, and she had food ready for us. She was like, what do you want me to have when you get here? And I said, hamburgers. So she made that. So then I said... She goes, doesn't that look great? I go, yep, we should be good for another five years because we've lived here about a little over five years. So I figure have her come back in about five years for the weekend and get her cleaning. (laughs) It's amazing. I, and again, I think I've said this on the podcast before when we were kids, I would go over to your house and I would just, I never saw your mom cleaning, but it was always immaculate. And I was like, how does anybody do this? Like how, how do you do this? And it also reminds me that we never learned how to clean as kids. And so when Melissa and I, Melissa moved in with me between her senior year of high school and moving to college, 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe, no, 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 no. She came back from college and she lived with me. I don't know. Anyway, she was that age. And we were in this apartment and I was paying the rent, but she was just like staying for the summer. And I said, hey, dude, can you do something around the house? Maybe just like clean the bathroom or blah, blah, blah. She goes, I don't know how to clean a bathroom. (laughs) And I thought about it and I was like, well, that makes sense because no one ever taught us how to clean a bathroom. Like I was a self-taught bathroom cleaner. Still not great at it. Okay, well, just if it makes you feel any better, if this can help any of your like, you can put this one to rest because as you know where I grew up, very different. I was, quote, taught how to clean all kinds of shit. And guess what? You fucking hate cleaning. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I don't do it. I do the bare minimum. It's just, I don't know, Maya. I think I it's okay. It's I'm going to tell everybody it's okay. If you It don't, is okay. It's okay. Let's just. Why let's... does it have to be spotless? Why? <laughs> we can ask Marsh when she comes on here. Okay, I love it. We'll have well, she'll maybe she'll have some tips for us. I don't have any patience for cleaning, but maybe she has tips. She loves it. So okay, yeah. I have a. So you said you canceled your trip. Yep. Well, you know, coming yes. up. Update. Tell us. I have a concert report for you. Okay, let's go. Let's hear it. Okay, concert report. As you know, I went nuts and I bought yep. a, a bubble to the Flaming Lips concert in Oklahoma City. That was <laughs> that okay, was see, baby. <laughs> and it was supposed to happen December tenth or eleventh. I think December eleventh. Well, they just announced on Monday that they had a meeting with the mayor. They have a huge spike in Oklahoma City right now of COVID cases, and so they decided after talking with the mayor and everybody that even though they think it's a really safe plan, they're going to postpone until January 22nd. Okay. Yeah. That makes me feel better. How about you? Um, I was relieved. Yeah. So that's great that that took, this is what I, this is what would have been nice if we had this all along as leadership, just being like, look, this is the way we're going to do it because it's too hard for us to all make these calls. And like, I think that was, that's perfect because the back and forth of it is just, you can just go back and forth. I mean, we're doing this now for our Christmas. It's like, you can go back and forth on this a hundred times and you don't arrive at any sort of a good conclusion, but you just feel really not good about it. Right. And so I thought, okay, if they kick that can down the road, if they keep kicking the can down the road, eventually it's going to be safe. And I'll just reap the benefit for having a nuts moment, but be able to enjoy it when it's a smidge safer. Yeah. And also like, yeah, safer. And also like, you don't want to feel like an asshole, right? Like I'm going to the concert across and it's like, people would be like, huh? And like, it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things where when we canceled Thanksgiving, it was like, we were going back and forth and back and forth. And yeah, we were only just going to go to. So this is like the classic thing now, right? Like I've heard people say like, quit saying just this and just that. But like, we were just going to go to um, my stepdaughter's house. But like, if you think about all the different circles, right, then you start yeah. to go nuts. Because you're like, yeah, but they always go to this other house. And then da, da, da. and it was like, at the bo- at the end of the day, I just couldn't feel good about like, the decision because I knew it wasn't the right choice yeah 
I so. <laughs> we had a Zoom where one of my nephews was sitting in his car and zooming from outside. My sister I saw had- that. <laughs> I saw your little Zoom picture. That was really cute. But I loved your little. Maya did the cutest post. She was like, I'm going to miss these turkeys this year. And then she like did a little like sentence of each turkey. And apparently like, you know what they're known for, like the Christmas miracle and yeah. all that stuff. It's really cute. Yeah, everybody, Melissa does amazing tablescapes and, and Rena and Paul do great hosting. And I love listening to the boys talk about, you know, young, young person life and Mm-hmm. Corey's great. He always has what we call the Christmas miracle, where he says something completely inappropriate for family around the holidays, but it makes me laugh every time. I <laughs> fucking love it. Um, and so I miss all of that. And Zoom's not the same because then you're just. <sighs> no, it's not the same. It's not the same. But we did it. We did. We did our part. We did yep. two Zooms in one day. It was like having a regular work day. I was. This is exactly. Oh, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Except you could have more cocktails. I'm not even going to say cocktails because I know everybody can drink on Zoom now, too. <laughs> and then we, Tyler's mom made us enchiladas, so we ate that for Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, nice. And by made us enchiladas, I mean she made them and dropped them off at our house. Like, Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was Thanksgiving. Cool. I was going to order something, but the idea of standing in line to pick up a Thanksgiving dinner, and then we went through the whole, it's my feelings about turkey we don't have to rehash but (laughs) tyler's mom's enchiladas hit the spot it was perfect and i didn't have to cook anything maya just so you know your comments about turkey have helped a lot of people (laughs) my husband said to me this week you know what i'm really glad maya said that because i've just always been thinking it but i haven't ever been able to say it now i can i think so i just want you to know that my your bravery has really, really paved the way for others to also share their truth. <laughs> well, I'm glad I can help. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I'll keep you updated on the Flaming Lips concert. I don't know what's going to cool. happen. Are they just going to keep kicking that can down the road until it's safe? And then they're like, you don't have to be in a bubble anymore, but we're just going to have people in a bubble. Yeah, that's what I was wondering is like, at what point do they, because like the case is, Let's face it, like, I know, as to Maya's earlier point in the earlier year, it's impossible for humans to stay vigilant. And, like, here we are now at the very absolute worst of the pandemic. Yeah. But we've been in it now for nine months, so we're like, I can't possibly be, like, like, I'm emotionally, Uh like, think about where you were emotionally, like, April 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Versus now, it's like back then I was way more scared than I am now, but like it's yeah. way worse right now. <laughs> it's way worse, sir. Way worse. <laughs> so it's funny because like, yeah, that's what I wonder about the, um, will they even have the bubble? At this point, like the bubble is so fun and novel and cool. Like I want them to have the bubble. Like in April, we all thought our Dorito bags were going to kill us. I mean, and we thought like, oh, by 4th of July. I never thought that, but... Remember when they yeah. were like, by Easter, everything's fine. Just g- have your ham. Have your Easter dinner and your hams. I mean, the, really, the idea of that now is like, I can't believe it. Yeah. So, well, this is fun. This has been <laughs> how our lives are report. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I have an animal report for you. Do tell. Um, 
Um, so do you remember my dog and I, Gracie, our new dog, we're going to, because she's so nuts about animals, mm-hmm. she chases them and runs away and does not listen. And so I wanted to do some training around that just so maybe she'll listen to me when she starts chasing a squirrel around the neighborhood or a cat. She has, she has a cat that's her nemesis that she hates. He's like one of those <laughs> patchy cats. And he's patchy always, cats? Calico? He, yeah, is that what it's called? <laughs> he's got all kinds of patches. I bet his name is Patches. It's like... <laughs> yes, that's Calico, I think. Yeah, so Patches the cat, the Calico cat, he stands outside of our house and he makes this noise. <laughs> like a, But louder and more yelling. Uh-huh. More angry. Oh my god. And so, what is he doing? Taunting your dog? Maybe. And then it just runs around the neighborhood. And occasionally when I'm on a walk with the dogs by myself, they'll see it. And the both dogs go nuts and almost drag me down. Anyway, long story short, I wanted to do some training. So we did barn hunt this class, which yeah. I, I like to call rat barn because you're looking for rats. <laughs> so Real rats, Maya? Real. They're real rats. So we went to this ah. training facility. It's called For the Love of Dogs. And <laughs> it's a isn't that cute? Did we make this up? <laughs> no, but I wish we would have. For the love of dogs. And then they have two like main classes there. They have this barn hunt and they have other kinds of training, disobedience training. But then they have a huge pool for dock jumping with this like Cool. Yeah. It's a huge structure and there's ramps and and then the, oh yeah, where is this place? It's in. Oh, I drive down sixty two. I think I want to say Maplewood. Is that a place? Yeah. Um, okay. I drive down. Wow, 62. that's amazing. Is this a big place? It's kind of like imagine just a big gymnasium, but it's got a bunch of you know, it's got this big pool. It's not an in ground pool. It's like an above ground pool. And then it has all the measurements on the side. So when your dog jumps, you can see how many feet, which I was joking. Harrison would be, he would love dog jumping, but he would get about five feet. He wouldn't go very far. (laughs) He'd just sort of fall off the end. (laughs) Like a grandma. That's how he does it. He just like falls in like a grandma. It's really funny. And you have to push him sometimes. Like the first jump of the season, you have to push him off the dock. But then after that, he gets back up and he's just like, throw that tennis ball, bitch. Um, his voice is more like this. Throw that tennis ball. Um, I keep I keep trying to type in for the love of dogs, and it keeps giving me for the love of the game. Oh boy, Maya! Isn't that a, like a movie from the nineties? I think so. It must be a really hot Google item. <laughs> it's the first thing that comes up. Okay, so for the love of dogs is uh, Mendota Heights. Sorry, that's where it is. Oh, okay. It's one of those um, suburbs where I'm like, I don't know exactly where that is, but I'll just put it into my Google Maps. Yeah, and and you can't picture it. You don't (laughs) even know anything about it. It's like, yeah. Yeah, so it's a big sort of industrial building, and it has all this cool stuff in there. And they have this area that's sort of a fenced-off area with a bunch of hay in it to, like, mimic what a barn would be. Yeah. And so we get there, and the first lesson was there's a real live rat in this tube that's, like, the size of a bank teller's. Okay. You know those uh, when you pneumatic tube system. Yeah, you put the money in the tube and and then you put it in the thing Voices and it's Yes. So the rats are in something like that size, but then yeah. 
it's opaque. So okay. you can't see the rat inside of there, but then there's holes in it so you can smell it. Okay. Or the dog can smell it. So the first lesson was there's an empty tube, a tube with a real rat in it. These are cute rats, though. They're like the pet rat kind of rats, like the white kind and like... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> you're not You're not having that? I'm not a fan of rats, but keep going. It's like not a dirty New York street rat. Those things are scary. I mean, pizza rat, I love. Give me, <laughs> give me a pizza rat any day. I love that guy. I love pizza rat. So Big fan of pizza rat. There's a tube with rat in it, real rat, no rat, and then what they call litter, which is just something that like the rat has peed on. Like hay that that's peed on. Yeah, okay. You're loving that. Your face is precious right now. I love it. So then you teach them without being able to see the animal, the rat, to find the rat in this tube. And then Gracie did a great job with that. She, when it was out in the open and there's no hay involved, she could find the rat. She got got it. Then our last class. (laughs) <laughs> is this once a week Maya this was once a week but for three weeks and it there's another okay. class there's like the next step up and you can this is a competition like people do this as a competition that's cool and then people also do it for like real life like there's just places like New York where they need to hunt rats and get rid of them and dogs are the best way to do it so the last class she had the hay confused her because they buried in the hay and you have to climb up on the hay and she just kept she didn't understand what I was asking her to do and she just looked at me and then sat down, and she just sat on the rat tube. Like, she couldn't <laughs> find it, and she just sat on it accidentally. Cute. And I was like, okay, you're done for the day. So I don't know if we're going to do it again, but it was really fun. It was just an interesting thing to, like, instead of obedience training, like, doing a class. Yeah, this was a new – this is what I just said we should all do. You did a new thing. You went to a new scenery. You went to a new activity. You went to a new suburb you haven't been to. Yeah. And you did a new experience. And did she love it? I bet she loved it. She had a good time. She was really, like, loving doing something together. Harrison was depressed every time we left the house. He had a fit. He had a full-on oh. tantrum. And then Tyler said when he we left, he was very sad. Oh. I know. But buddy. he wouldn't be but good at it. he's not cut out for the game. Like, he's, he's just not cut out. Well, he, he has always has a stuffy nose. He has respiratory problems. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't smell anything. But we love him. He's very friendly. He has other skills. He's really sweet. And he barks a lot when he gets frustrated. He'll just start yelling at you. And so I don't think it's for him. Maybe we'll do dock jumping. It'll be fun for him. Um, Yeah, so I did that. I did. It was nice because there were only three people in the class. One of them was Tyler's sister. And so it was this big, huge warehousey place. And it wasn't it didn't feel like unsafe. Yeah, good. Yeah, and we were all socially distanced. There's this Belgian Malinois. Are you familiar with that breed? No, what is it? It's like a police dog. It looks like a German Shepherd, but... Ooh, cool. I love those. Yeah, you know, they're always like police and army dogs. And yeah, this thing was... so in- badass. He was so intense. He was crazy. He was on that rat oh. like nobody's business. And he... Yeah, one of the things I always wished I would have done and I never did was do agility training with Murphy because it's like perfect for his breed. Yeah like where they run really fast through the tube and they do the jump and the but you know i had other fish to fry at that point so (laughs) now he's 11 so we're not gonna do it just getting up in the morning is like yeah yeah oh Um, i also have an animal report what is it well i met the most cutest animals maya what are they black squirrels 
Okay, I have to tell you, Jason, you know he's a falconer? He yeah. was on our show. Yeah. His <laughs> Brenda, his red-tailed hawk, just caught a black squirrel. They are so cool. Okay, where did you meet black squirrels? In Cable, Wisconsin. They were on the property all over the place. That's so crazy. That's This is the first week I've ever heard of this, and I've heard of it from two people. That is weird. That is weird. Well, they're just the coolest little animal, and they're so beautiful, and it's so fun to see them skittering about in the snow. And we met this one. Oh, man, he was so scrappy. He was the kind of squirrel that I am, like, that was my spirit animal. So his tail, you know how they have the bushy fur? Well, the end of his tail was just like, it looked like a chewed up stump. (laughs) And this little guy, you know, got in some sort of altercation in the woods. And he lived to tell about it. He was so cool. And then I was like, we were trying to figure it out. And then we figured out that it's just a genetic mutation. Okay. And then they became more common because it was actually helpful for them because when eagles and hawks and whatever, Mm -hmm. it was harder for them to be seen in the shadows, right? Than a regular squirrel. Yeah. But then what happened was then they became a little bit more rare because people wanted to start hunting them because they're so cool. Yeah. So they're just more melanin. That's all. Well, there you go. And they're just the coolest little things in the world. Another thing I saw, Maya, I was mountain biking. All of a sudden, I see a trail of blood. (laughs) That's something you don't see every day. Maya, a trail of blood that led, (laughs) and I kept biking, and I'm biking, and I'm biking, and I'm going along with the trail, and I'm like, this is not feeling great. (laughs) Unsure of what I'm going to find at the end of trail of blood. Yeah. Finally, I look over. There's a spot where the thing, whatever it was, had stopped. There was more additional blood. (laughs) And then there was, like, this other path that went through, like, the unknown. Yeah. That was a bloody, that was where the bloody thing left to, and I just kept going straight. (laughs) But it was pretty cool to see a bloody path. That's like the beginning of a horror movie where you're like, why is she still biking down this bloody path? Yeah, and by the way, I left my phone in the cabin, and I was by myself. Of course you did. So that is exactly like a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I kind of yeah. wish I could see Bloody Path now. It was cool, Maya. It was real cool. There was like the little drop. So, of course, it was probably a deer. It could have been a chupacabra. It could have been um, a deer like that either got shot. But it could have been a mountain lion was like pulling apart another animal. It could have been a grizzly bear with a injury. I don't know, Maya. So this sounds like a lot of blood. Like what you're saying is something big. I mean, there was some, quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, like you could follow the trail, which was like drips, but drips about the size of a golf ball. Okay, that's a big drip. Yeah, and then um, you'd look over and there's a little additional and then through the woods, so who knows, man. And you're not worried that it was like a person at all? No. Okay. Not at all. (laughs) Are you shocked at all we never found a dead body when we were kids? Um... Well, seems like something that we would find. I guess I am a little shocked, actually, now that it, now that you say it. I'm actually more shocked that my son didn't find a dead body because him and his little friends all day, every day were in the woods playing army, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. They were literally doing so much stuff in the woods. Like they were the kind of kids that could find a dead body or at least a bone or like a skull. Sure. A femur. I mean, we didn't even find a measly cow skull, Maya. Oh, it's not good. 
No. And this has been Bones Report. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what are you watching? Oh, Maya, thank you for asking. I just thought I thought you would never ask. <laughs> On this trip, we watched a lot of things. A few things I'd like to bring up. Number 1, we watched a ton of Maisel. Oh, I love Mrs. Maisel. And I remember, Maya, when you asked me months ago, are you on tour yet? And I said, no. And then you said, oh, wait till you get to the tour. Yeah. Maya, it does not disappoint. Right. This show, every single time my husband and I watch it, we say these things. This show is unbelievable. The costumes. Yes. The sets. Yes. The art direction. Yes. The... The writing and the fact that I love the writing, how it's written as a full scene, Uh like every single scene, nothing is a throwaway. Yeah. Not one second of Mrs. Maisel is a throwaway. Every single line is perfect and angle of the camera. It's like, it's just sheer perfection. Any one scene is like a masterpiece. And then you put it together and it's like a full hour of this. And it's like, I don't even know how they do it at this point. It is so beautiful. It's really great. Aren't you, Ugh. are you in love with Lenny Bruce? I'm so in love with Lenny Bruce. Um, I'm actually mostly in love with, uh, Maisel's dad. Oh yeah. Yeah. I Shalou. love him too. Tony Shalhoub. I he's love my- him. Yeah. He's my favorite. He's so sweet and so funny. And just, I just love him so much. But yes, I love Lenny Bruce too. I also, I think. But I like the doctor better, Maya. I'm just going to say it. What? I love the doctor. Well, the doctor's fine. I don't mean for her. I just mean. Oh, okay. There's something. Yeah. Like there's something really charming about him. There is. He's a great character. Yeah. He's kind of this like strange art Buddha slash degenerate slash, I don't know, wise kindred spirit anywho my- there's one problem i have with it maya there's i've just remembered the one problem i have with the show yeah i love the shy baldwin character now that i'm learning now that we're learning more about him uh-huh. but can you please tell me why they when he starts to sing yeah maya why do we have to see why don't they as soon as he starts singing they should stop what do you mean because his like lip synky fake like oh, i can't yeah it's so cheesy and it's like I get it we get it he's a crooner whatever I get it but like I just am like I don't understand it's just too cheesy for me it gives me a toothache <laughs> that's all I like it I I agree um, with that I think Maya what? oh yeah go ahead go ahead I was go just ahead. gonna say the mom is kind of amazing and my favorite Mrs. Maisel's mom uh, yeah. I don't know the name of the woman her name who- is Rose yes Rose, when she goes to Paris and becomes a completely different person, she's like, I'm just going to live in Paris. It's like that character is so amazing. So amazing. I also loved that part. Yeah. And then the fact that the fact that he would throw away his career because he just didn't it didn't seem right to him anymore. That was the other thing about this show that like the dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had this beautiful apartment in New York City. Upper West Side, whatever, Upper East Side, whatever it was back in the day, prime New York City place. And he was a tenured professor. He could do whatever he wanted. Uh And he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, like, it was just so, I don't know. And then, (laughs) I mean, it's just so good. The show is so great. It's fantastic. 
Like I even heard jo- even Joe Rogan likes this show. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, not yeah, just yeah. a show for ladies. Well, the characters too, like they're they're all the way that they're developing these characters, they're really all really fully fledged characters with unique like they're all unique like they just I don't know. It's just it's just a great show. It's just a masterpiece. Well, you know what we're watching? Mandalorian. Well, that too. Um I love it. I love Mandalorian. We watched the one last night that came out on Friday and Robert Rodriguez developed or developed it, directed it. And so it's got some good action sequences. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do spoilers, but we were watching so we're watching Yellowstone. Are you familiar with this? Yes, I've heard a lot about it. Do tell. Okay, Kevin Costner, who usually voices uh does voiceovers for grumpy dogs, grumpy wise dogs. Mm-hmm. is the star of the show. He's and? the patriarch. Um, okay. I'm happy for him. <laughs> I'm not a fan, but I have to say, like, I've tried to think. It reminds me of what Dallas used to be. Okay. And you know how they tried to bring Dallas back? Yeah. And it was just a, sh- it was like a shitty Gossip Girls. It wasn't. Yeah, that was a crime. So this it's is. like Dynasty. They brought that back and it's not good. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is more like a modern day Dallas where it's a family. There's a ranch. There's politics. Mm -hmm. It's that creepy lady. (laughs) She's so creepy. What is her deal? I don't know. She's super creepy. She's the creepiest woman ever born. And she real life and fake life. I don't know. She creeps me out. She says some of the meanest stuff in this show, but it's great. I kind of love her. I haven't seen the show at all. I just know that she looks creepy AF. (laughs) She is creepy, but it works. And Kevin Costner is trying to do some acting and it's, it's, it's coming. It's going okay. So I like it. It also deals with sort of this idea of, the modern American West and there are people who have been there for generations and there are people who are just moving in there now and the clash of rural, traditional ranching families and, and people who have lived there for a long time and just like people who are like, let's build the condos. And so it's that whole thing. And then also the relationship between these huge landowners and indigenous people and there's a reservation and there's wow. this whole thing it's really it's we only watched one episode and it's very interesting i'm i'm excited I've heard to get great into it. great things about it people love it yeah i i i can't recommend yet i thought it was pretty great. good but it's only okay. one episode yeah so i'll i'll get i'll dive a little deeper but you should okay. give it a shot i will it's on our list um, one thing that we watched additionally that you had recommended maya when i asked you for a movie rec and you recommended a quiet place yes we watched that movie. Yes. We thoroughly enjoyed it. You did. And yeah. I have to say that this is what's really funny, that the interesting part. It's a good movie. It was very interesting. I don't think I've ever watched a movie where when they showed the clip for the sequel, I'm actually like more interested uh-huh. in the sequel than the original, I think. Yeah, and you know what's weird about that first movie is that essentially it's a silent film. Exactly. There's very little dialogue. I think there's maybe three sentences. Yeah, and it's like, so then the sequel, 
so a quiet place we won't spoil it but basically it's let's say it starts at i can't remember what day of this saga right mm-hmm. it's like day 500 or something or day 50 and it starts there and goes forward the sequel starts on day one so the thing is what maya said a quiet place it is essentially a silent film and so you have like all these questions about like mm-hmm. how did this come to be mm-hmm. What are these people like? Mm-hmm. What are their backstories? What else has happened? What else? So it's like you have all these questions. And then I didn't even know there was going to be a sequel. I think I had heard of it, but I hadn't watched the movie. And then I see the clips from the sequel. And I'm like, I think this is the first time in history that I've had it where I've seen the sequel clip. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be so good. But this one, I was like, oh, I want to see that movie. Yeah, I love giving movie recommendations. There's something so satisfying about it. And you, what you sent me was, you said something like, I want to watch something post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Did you have other criteria? Yeah, like I said, almost supernaturally. Yeah. Pretty- and you delivered, Maya. <laughs> like, you just delivered right there on a platter. You're like, have you seen A Quiet Place? And I was like, <laughs> no, but actually I've always wanted to. Thank you. We watched it in the cabin. It was perfect for the cabin. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, we we both really liked it. So that was great recommendation. Can't wait for the sequel. I had heard the sequel was supposed to already be out. And then they decided that it was like not good for like what we're going through in the world right now. Oh, yeah. Which I still don't really get. But like, that's fine. I get it. Okay, whatever. Like, that was a decision someone made. Um. And so it's still going to come out at some point, but yeah, it'll be really exciting when it does. Approved. Approved. Well, do you have um, more stuffs? I have some approved denieds. I have one more thing that I watched that I want to share and I have, it's super interesting. So uh, we watched and we're all caught up for the first time ever on any show that's actually in real time. And if I would have known it was in real time, I would have waited because I don't like not being able to watch more than the current episode. But anyway, it's called A Teacher. Oh, with that one lady? Mara, Rooney Mara, or no, sorry. That's different. Kate Mara, (laughs) who was Zoe Bonds, who played Zoe Bonds in House of Cards, the one that got, spoiler alert, thrown in front of the subway. (laughs) One of the most shocking, amazing scenes ever, by the way. Yeah. Okay, so this movie, or this show, it's called A Teacher. Uh Uh-huh. And it is the story of a teacher who is Kate Mara, Uh who I love. Yeah. And she's a high school teacher and she falls in love with or lust or love or whatever you want to call it with one of her students. Uh And then they have this affair. Okay. How old is said student? Student is a senior in high school. Okay. And does turn 18 during the course of the affair. But it's already gotten very like. So this is what's interesting. So we've heard this story before. We've seen things like this before. What is so fascinating about this story, which I didn't even realize until now after I'm up to date on the episodes, is that this makes you really realize why this is a problematic relationship Uh in a different way. Because normally when Hollywood does this story, it's the 50-year-old 50-year-old man, right? Mm-hmm. And the 16-year-old girl. Yeah. Right? And she, and he's saying, like, 
give me a blow job and I'll give you an A. And she has to get an A because otherwise her parents will beat her. Right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying these are the, these are the, this is how it's usually presented to us. Yeah. It's usually presented to this in this way that's so obviously wrong and so obviously creepy that we just shut right there. We go, well, this is, that's messed up. That's so wrong. This guy's a creep, this poor girl. And you just like, it's, it's almost like you don't really go deeper because you're just like, this is so wrong. It's just wrong. Uh This makes you think of it in a different way because the, you realize the wrongness of it and the impact in a less obvious way. What I mean is, number one, these two actors, let's face it, in real life, they're probably the same age. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Seriously, because Kate Mara, if you know who she is, she looks very young. I don't know how old she is, but she looks very young. Yeah. yeah. She could easily play a high school student in a, in a movie, easily. Yeah. Okay, so she's a teacher. She's a young teacher. She's married, but she's a young teacher. So the actors themselves visually feel like contemporaries. Okay. Yeah. Number two, he's a senior. He turns 18. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of like, like you said, well, uh, how old is the student? Like you kind of do this thing. "Mm, Okay. But then what happens is how this unfolds is you see why and there's not really like my husband said well there's a power dynamic and it actually yes there's a power dynamic theoretically but in the show it doesn't really feel like she's got power over him mm-hmm. to be honest she's a teacher and she's like tutoring him for the SATs on the side that's how things get like but it doesn't feel like she has power over him he's a good student he's a great athlete he's kind of got everything kind of going for him already He's in a, his family situation is, is complicated, but like, as far as, as far as him needing something from her in the school situation, eh, it doesn't feel that way. Okay. So then that part of it, yes, there's still a power dynamic, which makes it wrong. Mm -hmm. But when you're watching this, you're not, it's not as glaringly obvious as like some of the other ways Hollywood presents it. What are your thoughts, Maya? I have purposely not watched this because I just... It just grosses me out. Like the whole idea. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking You're about- not alone. You're not alone. It's very, it's being very criticized right now. It's, there's a lot of people that are outraged that this is on. There's trigger warnings before it. There's trigger warnings after every ad. You're not alone in thinking that. Um, I love the actress, yeah. Kate Mara. Yeah. So I was really interested in it. And, um, what comes from it though is there's a scene where so obviously they get together whatever and then there's a there's a situation where um kate just acts tells another teacher what's going on and that was a big mistake oh yeah well you think friend they were having cocktails it was her friend and um anyway so basically there's a situation there's a point in the show where everybody knows what's going on and there's this scene that is so that really makes you think so what it is is it's the boy with his two buddies okay he's with the two buddies and they're sitting there and they're at the scene and the buddies now know that this affair is going on and this is the teacher right Mm -hmm. and the one buddy is like and this just shows the difference of how of what has happened to this boy in this course of this relationship 
the friend goes, dude, you're kidding me. Like you're Mrs. So-and-so like, whoa, <laughs> you're going to, you are going to be a living legend. Okay. Okay. So he says that. And then the boy who's the victim of this just looks at him with this look of like, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and it, it just in that moment. And then the other friend goes, she's married, dude. Like what? And you look at the boys, the high school boys that mm-hmm. aren't like victimized mm-hmm. versus this boy. And you see right then and there that now this boy can never go back. Mm-hmm. He's been pushed over. He's been, he's been now, he, now he's in a different trajectory and he can never go back to that. Like that high school boy. Yeah. It's just like, and, and you see it because the boys are like saying normal high school boy stuff. And he just looks at them with this look that's like, and he's bawling. And like, they're just like, he just, at that point you realize and you see, and that is when I really could see like the damage of this in that long-term, the emotional, the fact that he's now taken to a different place in life and can never go back. So it's a very, very interesting, um, if you're not interested in it, you're not interested in it. But I have to say that was the striking thing for me was how I learned and I could see the wrongness of this in such a different way. Interesting. Because, and also I think seeing the female male, because like I'm a girl. And so if I watch a movie and I see the teacher, creepy teacher, (laughs) you know, you're like, oh, fuck that guy. Like what a creep. You know, and you're just like pissed, whatever. Well, this is different. So it was super interesting. I think it's an interesting way to think about it. Um, Different than Hollywood or like we remember the Mary Kay Letourneau situation. And that was like, you see the real photos of that. And it's like so obviously really messed up. Whereas this, again, like I said, these actors are the same age, essentially. So it's like a little different. But I think that was good because I think it takes those... um, judgments that you have over the visual the optics of it Mm -hmm. and it pushes you a step further and and really makes you see that emotional damage so that's my review Maya two (laughs) thumbs up oh I yeah I I think I'm gonna pass but I like that you're diving deep at least someone's making content can I just tell you I'm really worried one day I think we're running out of things to watch and I'm very concerned but I did see that The Rock is making another movie and... Oh, man. <laughs> of all people that we want to get going on content, it's not The Rock. <laughs> love him, but it's not What? Him. Those are my Sunday afternoon movies. What are you talking no, about? I love The Rock. He's just a precious gem. He but, is. You know. He's delightful. He also has a new sitcom coming out based on his young life coming out on NBC. Good for him. <laughs> I want all the good things for him. I think he's the sweetest guy. If you... I mean, there's so many movies that were, oh, you know what's coming out soon? That the nerd in me is just like, can't control herself. Wonder Woman? Oh, no, I'm very excited about that. That is like not as nerdy as what I'm about to talk about. Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, I I know what you're going to say. Dune. Yeah. Dune is coming out. Maya, you love, you fucking love Dune. I do. You love it. I can remember sitting at your house and you like putting it in and like we had to watch it and it would be... (laughs) You would watch it like on a, like talk about a Sunday. You would throw Dune in anytime. Yeah, I've seen the movie maybe a thousand times. Yeah, I know, Maya. Are you so excited? And isn't it coming out right onto Disney Plus? Well, here's the thing the original is David Lynch directing, it's Kyle McLaughlin 
starring. It has a like Max it von Shadow. All the weirdos that you love, like. all the weirdos. And I love that version. It makes zero sense. You have to watch it a hundred thousand times. I've read all the books. I love all of it. The thing is, they've tried to remake this before. It's never as good. Now it's gonna start this new version starring Timothy Chalamet. Mm. Which is interesting casting because Kyle MacLachlan was like a middle aged man when he was when he mm-hmm. was cast, and so this is supposed to be like a boy, yeah, who goes through all these trials. So it makes more sense. And then um, Jason Momoa's in it. Oh yes, like all these good people are in it. So I'm very excited about it. I did not know it's coming. It's so it's coming direct to what? It's coming direct. I thought it was Disney Plus, but I'll look it up. But I, it's coming direct somewhere, Maya. You're going to be able to just watch it. I watched the trailer. I'm so excited. I don't want to be excited because usually it's terrible. They've tried to do this before. Also, uh, it. Sting was in the original and he played a bad guy and he was like terrible and great. Also, he's just like Sting in his underpants jumping around. It's going to take a lot for you to be like, because you love it so much, it's going to take a lot for it to become like something that you're like, oh, yeah, they did it right. But I think you're still going to find a lot of enjoyment in it. Oh, probably. Yeah, because it's. I think it's going to be well done. Don't you think? Doesn't it seem like it's well done? Trailers can be deceiving, but I'm going to say yes. It I looks- mean, Timothy Chalamet, he's a he's a big time actor. Yes, he is. So that's good. Uh, I'm trying to look here, Maya. Where is this going to come out? Listen, everybody's been in a stinker. Remember Kevin Costner? Remember what a big star he was? Waterworld was a disaster. So science fiction is always tricky. I feel like that's where people have their downfall. Channing Tatum was in that terrible movie with Mila Kunis. Kunis, that was like... Did you know about this movie? Maya, are you about to say Channing Tatum is now a great actor, but he was in a bad movie? (laughs) Magic Mike, Maya? I like Channing Tatum, but he was successful. No, I love Channing Tatum. I'm just saying, is he one of the great actors of our time? No, but he's box office successful. Uh, yeah. I guess that's a different category. Yes. And you also love action stuff. Oh, my, I was wrong. It's going to be HBO Max. But, you know, so I'm out. Which I'm I have. Out. I have HBO Max. Okay, Maya, as part of the plan for 2020 film, by the way, as part of its plans for all, did you hear this? All of its 21 21- 2021 films warner brothers yeah is streaming dune on hbo max for a period of one month after which it will be removed until the normal home media release schedule do you did you just hear that that basically you're going to be able to watch any warner brothers release from 2021 that's how rich you are my because you have <laughs> hbo max do you realize the, do you realize the level the level the level the level of your wealth at this point <laughs> that you are going to be able, Maya, to sit in your home in your in your fancy robe <laughs> and watch any Warner Brothers movie that comes out in 2021. Okay, first of all, I feel like it's like $14 a month. and it, Maya, <laughs> it's HBO. Do you know what that stands for, Maya? Home box office. <laughs> that is dollar signs, dollar signs. Okay. Well, the poor child in me is very excited that now I have the luxury of watching anything on HBO that I want. Maya, you can tell all of us peasants all about this when it comes out. <laughs> so please take good notes for the rest of us. I feel like I should get you HBO for, for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom last night, she says, 
tell me you've watched this great show. I was like, is it the undoing? And she goes, yes. And I was like, you know, I can't watch that. It's on HBO. And she said, no, you can watch it. You can watch the first episode for free right now on HBO. And I said, oh no, that's how they get you. (laughs) I said, I don't even want to watch it because then I'm going to be feeling like I have to get HBO. And I said, and you know, we can't afford that in this house. That is not true. And then she goes, okay, okay. Like I was right. <laughs> she goes, okay, okay, okay. It's HBO, not a Lamborghini. Jesus. Oh, it might as may as well be a Lamborghini, Maya. <laughs> What's wrong with you? For the for that cost. Okay, I only watching have... a fight? Watching any fight you want. Like what? Who does that? HBO. Unbelievable. Someday you'll have it. Someday. And you'll never look back. All right. I have two approved denies. Okay. Oh, this is weeks ago. I this I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong page. That because I looked down and I was like, hot Santa's back. We've already talked about that. Santa, hot sexual Santa. <laughs> I keep sending them to you and I feel bad about it, but also it makes me laugh. No, every time send me send them just more proof that we're so right. Okay. Joe Biden's been uh appointing his cabinet. He's been announcing his new cabinet. Yes, he has. There's a new secretary of state in town. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Anthony, Anthony Blinken. All right. <laughs> okay. And Amy, guess what? Sounds, he sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> Anthony Blinken, the new secretary of state has, yeah? a, has a band. Yes. <laughs> what kind of a band, Maya? He describes it as wonk rock. What? And it's on Spotify. I'm gonna play you a song. Yes. And it's called his band is called A Blinken. Oh my god. Because his name is Anthony Blinken. Yeah, I get it. And it's like A Blinken. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, yeah. I didn't get I didn't put the A Blinken part together. <laughs> I did because every time you're singing, I'm like Anthony Blinken. A Blinken. A Blinken. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even put that together. I love that fake A Blinken is the secretary. <laughs> Do you want to hear this song or what? Yes. Okay, are you ready? I think so. Okay. songs on spotify i'll put some some links on one is oh i'm sorry there's 
three songs on Spotify. Okay. Maybe there's a whole album. Is this a whole album? No, there's singles. He just released a song called Without Ya. What? Yeah. Without Ya? Without Ya. Oh, my God. So he's he's a real deal. He's a rocker. He's the new Secretary of State. What do you think? Maya, this is everything we needed. <laughs> oh, he worked under Obama. Okay. I didn't know that. Wait, is he? Oh, my God, Maya. What? He might be gay. I'm telling you, this cabinet's going to be like, any, any, no, oh, no, never cab- mind. Never mind. Evan Ryan is his wife. I just got excited when I saw Evan. I was like, no. Okay. Anyway. She's a, she's a girl. Okay. So. Okay, Maya, that's good. How else are you feeling about how sh- how these picks are shaking out? I like it. It looks like there's a lot of uh, choices that are more inclusive than what we've seen in the past. Yeah, like he has, what, the most women ever, which is like probably, what, three women? Just kidding. Yeah, it's interesting when Justin Trudeau... Uh, the Prime Minister of Canada appointed 50% women and 50% men to his cabinet. People were like, why did you feel like it was necessary to appoint 50% women? And he was like, because it's... Because there are women in the world? Yeah, he's like, it's 2016 or whatever year it was. He was like, because yeah. it's 2016. Because it's about because time. Because there's like lots of qualified women too, right. by the way. Right. It's not just like, oh, we got to go find some of those women people... <laughs> and put them in this office. They need they need to be in an office too. No, they're actually very qualified women. Yeah, I've been so I've been talking a lot of, with my coworkers about the difference between the using the word diversity and using reference representation and and inclusivity because I feel like in advertising particularly when somebody mm-hmm. was like we need more diversity in this. What yeah. I feel like they were saying is we aren't actually interested in people of color using this product or feeling like they're represented or anything like that. It We just want it to appear like. Exactly. So then we have a picture of a table with a black person, an Asian person, a woman, mm-hmm. someone in a wheelchair, and it's like, Oh, there we go. We've hit all, we've included everyone. But it's all window dressing. Like, it's not really about. And so, you know, I said representation is actually, you know, having people in the cabinet that are not older white gentlemen. Yeah. I guess to your point, Maya, we did really interesting. One of our clients after the whole George Floyd murder was, you know, like everyone um, hoping to kind of make some changes. And so how they did that was they took their actual creative and they did focus groups and they had African-American, um, they had Hispanic and they had, I think that was just it. I think there were African-American and Hispanic and they showed them all these different creative. Yeah. Creative that the client had thought like, okay, this shows a black person, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was very interesting. And Maya, what you're saying is exactly right. And so the feedback was was really valuable. And it was exactly what you said. The feedback was, number one, like, we can tell that you didn't actually, that's not how we travel. Like, so the Hispanic people were saying, where's the grandmother? 
Right. Where's the uncle? Where are all, we don't travel with like mom, dad, and 1.2 children. Uh-huh. We are like multi-generational. And the African-American people said the same thing. They're like, well, if we're going to go to Duluth, we are going to bring our grandma or whatever. Like, yeah. So there was all this feedback where it was like, well, yeah, we see that there's a, that person has this color of skin. Yes. But yet that's not the activity. I mean, um, there was also like the activities that were featured. Some of the black people were like, this is not what we, we wouldn't do this, for example, like, Mm -hmm. That's not going to appear. That doesn't speak to me as a culture, as to my culture, because like, that's not something that would be like common. And you're not telling us the story. You're not showing if that is something you want to present as like, this is an activity that anyone can do, whatever we need more. We need like, we need like to show us how to get to that point. kind yeah. of thing. So it was all really interesting. And just what you said, Maya, it was like, yeah, it's not enough. You don't just, you could put all people of color. Yeah. Um, in your ads, but that's not what there's, that's not what, what we're saying. It's not, it's not an exercise of making you feel good about what you're presenting. Like it's about telling actual people's stories and also trying to understand other people's culture experiences. Yeah. So that whenever somebody's like, we need more diversity in that, I'm like, do we need more? Di- you just want to feel better about what you're presenting, or are you actually interested yeah. in being more inclusive in like who you're talking to? Yeah, and also like looking, taking the time to go and do the research of like, because we all know advertising, right? You have a market, you have a target. I mean, you have to basically for advertising, you know, you have you figure out, you take your product or whatever it is, right? Uh You have to identify your target. Okay. And then you want to speak to that target, but it's also about, okay. So for example, if I say the word Asian, right? Yeah. That can mean so many in Minnesota, for example, we have a huge Hmong population. Mm -hmm. The Hmong people, the way that the foods that they eat, the way that they live their life is very different than maybe someone who's Chinese. Like it's, you have to like look and say, wait, we want, let's, let's figure out how, what is important to the, this group of people. Mm-hmm. And let's try to like bring them into the mix by showing them that like, Hey, there's things here for you too. Not just like, yeah, here I am on a like ski slope and I just put in like <laughs> Photoshop and an Asian person. And I'm like, here, look at that guy's Hmong. And it's like, okay, that's like, what? That's Which is kind of, yeah. I prefer to tell real people's stories. That's my, that's how yeah. I prefer to do it. But anyway, I don't know how we got I on guess this. Also, I think advertising too, like, I think everybody, I wish everybody knew a little bit more and understood a little bit more about how advertising works too, because there's so many people that, um, like, there's a lot of things that I think that advertising kind of gets, gets a bad rap. Let me just say that. Like people are like, oh, it's just trying to take your money and whatever. Well, yeah, it's a business and we have a job to do in advertising. We obviously have a job to do. Mm -hmm. We have to answer to our people and we don't get to like have full reign over what we do. But then you can find so many good examples where they've really taken it to the next level. So I just would caution you that, you know, and stop saying, stop complaining about They've got all my data. Like, you know what? Fuck you. You love it. You love it when you're served an appropriate ad. Okay. 
You love it. Nothing pleases you more than when you've been searching and searching for a new pillow and just the perfect pillow gets delivered to your feet. And as a person in advertising, I accept all cookies and I love it. And I don't think there's anything sinister about it. And I work with the data people. So I just want to put that out there. Everybody that's afraid. You don't need to be afraid. Just enjoy. (laughs) That's all. All right. You're on record. I'm on record. (laughs) All right. I have my last approved denied is a little dark. Okay. But I think it just sort of like embodies what 2020 is about and also this administration. The federal government would like to bring back firing squad as an option for uh, death penalty. And let me just, I have some thoughts. First, I don't believe in the death penalty, but I looked at it this it's in the perspective of, let's say I was going to be executed. My choices are lethal injection, which I've heard doesn't always work and also terribly painful and goes wrong sometimes. And also you're strapped down to a table and it's a little creepy and weird. Or a bunch of people just line up and shoot me. I might be more apt to have the people shoot me. Mm-mm. No. You're going lethal injection. I am. Uh, I'm so against the death penalty. I know we should just get rid of it. It's not. It doesn't make it, any sense. I I can't. It's just I will never be able to accept or understand it. But one thing I will say about it is, any other method other than using medications and first sedating the patient, yeah, is just inhumane. But what about? I've heard it goes wrong sometimes. But I don't know, because if it does go wrong sometimes, then yeah. that's the fucking tragedy, because I'm sorry, in medicine, we know. We plenty know exactly how to kill someone in a way that they would not feel pain. Mm-hmm. We know enough about all these different medications that we could put on board that someone should and deserves to just pass away and die if you're gonna put if you're gonna kill someone which is what you're doing it should never be botched it should never be anything that's like i just can't even imagine that and like the idea of the firing squad it's so weird that they want to bring that back what in the world i don't know i think they've lost their minds that is insane it's pretty insane and the electric chair i personally don't know why if i was in my past life if i was in an electric chair i can't look at it it's so i can't even look at an electric chair it freaks me out so much just a picture of the chair with no one in it freaks me out and it's so sick and so fucking wrong i just and like i said the idea in the 2020 with the what we know about drugs and how they work Mm -hmm. any anesthetist or anesthesiologist could write something right now that would be like a patient would fall asleep just like when they're going into surgery and then just not wake up. There's no reason for any of this error. I don't know what's happening. And is it because the prisons are like independent or what? Like this is nuts, Maya. I, I'm I'm disgusted. I I think we should maybe just get rid of the death penalty. I don't think it's a deterrent and Seems terrible. Also, it's terrible. And also, like, if there's ever a chance that anyone has been executed wrongly, hello, yes, there have been many, yes. many, 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 many. Yes. Then yes. it's not okay. Yeah. 
if there's any chance that you could execute someone that didn't deserve to be, then it needs to be outlawed. Period. Yeah. That's not something you can just like, oops. Like, I just can't. I. Uh. So and the last meal and the dead man walking like I can't. The last meal is a really weird thing. What the fuck? It's so twisted. It's really whoever made that up is a real is fuck fucking up. sadistic. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, oh, your last meal. What do you want before we kill you? Like, what? I'm glad oh, yeah. I brought up this real downer. Who by the way, started this. <laughs> Sorry, Maya, I want you to research the death penalty for next week. I need to know who started this. Okay, I'll look into it. That sounds like, like I get it. It was part of like Viking culture or whatever. But like, once we became quote civilized, yeah. How did that stick? I think Vikings were actually like a real democracy. There was like a lot of voting and a lot of, like, they're punitive. From you know what I've read, they're if puni- you deserved it. And it, and it was actually like a group decision, sort of like. So I saw the best thing ever because obviously I was in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw this piece of art. I was like looking through something. And there was this picture and it was art and it said, oh, and it was just a painting Maya, but it was so cool. It was so badass. Yeah. It was two Vikings. Uh-huh. Picture this. Yeah. Two Vikings. Each was on cross country skis. And they were like, like not modern ones, obviously. Like, <laughs> And they were traversing through the woods and one was a man. And then one was the woman with the baby. And she had the baby was like across her with like fur on it and like. It was so badass, Maya. It was so cool. I like it. I like Vikings. I'm not a Viking, but you know, I can just dream to be. Tyler's a Viking. I know. Yep. (laughs) He sure is. I'm not. He is. I'm not either. As of most of Minnesota is. We're not, but most of Minnesota is. We can like, we can just, we can like Vikings. We don't have to be Vikings. To like yeah, them. we can like we can admire them, but I'm just for once I would like to be part of that culture instead of just admiring it from afar. I mean, they had everything. They had mushrooms. They had ladies fighting and like allowed to make own land and make decisions. Yeah, I know it was badass. It was and... so awesome. Maya, I did watch another movie. We'll talk about it next time. It's Midsummer. Have you seen it? Okay, I've been avoiding that too because it sounds too scary Holy... for me shit okay we'll talk about it next time it is most fucked up movie i've ever seen oh well you haven't seen Dogtooth by the guy that did the greek director that did uh anyway don't watch Dogtooth. i it's a good movie but i no you would hate midsummer i'm disturbed well this is great we've just talked about death disturbing movies (laughs) how did we go and it's so sunny outside what are you gonna get outside today maya do you think i haven't left the house in a lot well that's not true i did pick up a a window shade from ikea yesterday but i just waited in a parking spot and they threw it in the back of my car so i don't count that as going somewhere yeah well just go with the dogs around the block it's so beautiful out i think i would like to take the dogs to the dog park this weekend oh good idea breathe some of this fresh air it's beautiful also this is also a long story, but we have to get some tile because the whole tile backsplash got ripped out in our bathroom. But that's a story for another day. Wow, we could have done like three <laughs> podcasts. Today. We had to, we had missed a week, and so we, we missed a week, and now we're here. Okay, <laughs> what did we learn this week? Well, Maya, we learned that sometimes 
Just like what about Bob said, you just need a vacation from your problems. <laughs> Which can be as simple as, you know, just changing your surroundings, changing your scenery, changing your tastes, changing your sensations. Yeah. Just make some changes, do something different. And you know what? If you have the means and you're able to just go and get an Airbnb, hey, have you ever wanted to live in Lake Minnetonka? Just go stay in one of those fancy homes for a week. Yeah. Just do it. It'll just bring you more joy and it'll like give you some fresh perspective. I love it. You've inspired me. I think I want to go to a cabin now. Okay, perfect. You have access to one, so go. It's shut down for the season. We'll have to go to a different one. (laughs) 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 Okay, Maya. Well, it's been really great to see you again and be back on here on the sauce with all of our listeners who continue to stick with us. I get some messages. I actually had one of our classmates send me an email and say, what? Um, question mark. Does so-and-so listen to the podcast? <laughs> because I had made some sort of a comment and you know what? I love it. I love that you're all right there with me. Andy Pfeffer is right with us at every step of the way, every turn he's there to jump in and be intuitive and send me messages and you know some of these listeners they just love us Maya and it's so great because they're just our people I love and you know that. what we don't have millions do we have millions and millions of listeners every week no no, no. but do we have do we have solid listenership yeah yeah we do and you know what because those are our people they know it we know it we're all on this together <laughs> so god love them We've got a few more weeks of this 2020 stuff. Then we're moving on to bigger and brighter things. I'm not going to say 2021 is going to be my year because I don't think anyone's ever going to say that again. You said that to about 2020. I, I don't think anyone is ever going to say that again. I don't recommend it, okay? <laughs> oh my God. I love you, Sauce Nation. Um, I love you, Sauce Nation. You're the best. All right. Well, I'll see you. I'll see you next week, I guess. See you next week, Maya, here on the Zoom. (laughs) High five.